Hello, this is Ever Wonder from the California Science Center. I'm Perry Roth Johnson. For the first few episodes of this podcast, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of the California Science Center to meet some of the people who design and develop exhibits. Imagine for a minute that you're visiting a science center or museum. You're looking at an exhibit and you probably have questions. Good thing there's some text posted nearby to help explain what's going on. These bits of interpretive text are what we in the biz call exhibit labels. And you can find them all over museums. If you've been to a museum, you've read a label. But do you ever wonder who writes them? Today, I'm going to introduce you to someone at the California Science Center whose job it is to write pretty much everything you read while looking at and playing with our exhibits. Hi, my name is Jennifer Lawrence, and I am the senior exhibit developer at the California Science Center. Hey, Jen. So you're a senior exhibit developer, and I know you write exhibit labels. But first of all, for our listeners, what do, what do we mean when we say exhibit label? That's a good question. Basically, anything that is around an exhibit that has text on it could be considered an exhibit label. So you've got instructions, you've got, um, you know, stuff that tells you what the exhibit is about, like all those things. And even sometimes, I guess, theoretically, you could have a label without text that's like an illustration that describes how an exhibit works. But all of those could be considered exhibit labels. And so you you write a lot of these labels, like when people go to the Science Center and they're reading stuff, like those are words that, that you wrote, right? Yes, that is true. And it's so funny because when before I had this job, you know, I would go to museums and read labels and it never really occurred to me that someone would write them. And then now that's my job. But of course, somebody has to do everything. When you go to a museum, there's someone that's done everything that's around you, you know, everything is very well thought through and, and everyone, there's a job attached to all those things. So like the whole museum is a designed environment. And, and when you're writing a label, uh, like, what are you thinking about? Are you trying to, you know, put yourself into our guest shoes and think about the exhibit from their perspective? Like what's, what's going through your mind when you're writing these labels? Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, for a while before, okay, so I worked at the Science Center, and then for a little while, I was a stay-at-home mom, and then I came back to the Science Center. And when I was a stay-at-home mom, I was at the Science Center all the time with my kids. And so when I write labels, I think about, you know, people going through exhibits and all the demands that are pulling on them, things that they, maybe they need a snack, maybe they're hungry, maybe their kid needs to go to the bathroom, maybe this, that. And so... I'm mindful of these things, and so the exhibit labels that I write, I want them to pop and to be short and accessible so that people can get them through all the other things that are happening in their lives. And I, hopefully they'll be fun and memorable, too. Um, I, like, I would like to say that some of the labels are. so. When are you having the most fun when you're writing a label? Well, I love it when I can bring in a little poetry, a little rhyme, a little pop culture even. Those are some of my favorite labels. Um, and when I am thinking of them, you know, again, I just want to 
them to be accessible and fun. So if I can throw in a little, you know, sneaky Star Wars reference that maybe you would get if you've seen Star Wars, but if you haven't, the label will still make sense. It's like totally great. I love to do that or, you know, give people a sing-song label that might remind them of reading a book to their kid when they're at home. Like, I love to do those kinds of things and they make it a lot of fun. I want to talk about some of your past projects. I was talking to one of your colleagues earlier today and they reminded me that you guys wrote all the labels that surround Spatial Endeavor in a period, a very <laughs> short period. Like that is a big exhibit. It's a 16,000 square foot building that we have the space shuttle in. And you have all of these uh, backlit labels that break the space shuttle down into each of its uh, kind of sub-assemblies, each of its parts, how each of those parts work and help the shuttle get to space and back safely. Uh, tell me what that was like, because it sounded like it was at a breakneck pace uh how, how long did you have to work on it and, and how did you feel when you were when you were doing it oh man that was such looking back such a great project to be on that is the project they called me to come back to work on like i was a stay-at-home mom then they called me and said hey we got special endeavor you want to come back and help us with it and i was like seriously okay and so i came back to work and i came back working part-time so i came back working part-time into this exhibit that had to be done in a year which for an exhibit is a pretty fast turnaround i came back in september and then endeavor was here by october of the following year that exhibit is very different from most of the exhibits we have at the science center the first half of the endeavor exhibit was conceived as just a line. We knew people were going to be in line waiting to see Endeavor. And at first we we're like, well, we'll just queue people up in there. And then people were like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should have an exhibit in there. We were like, okay. So um, the text panels in there have more text on them than is typical for the Science Center because we were like, people could be waiting in line. You can sit around and can read these. And it seems like a lot of the people that come to Endeavor have kind of like this thirst for knowledge about it you know people are more willing to read so it seemed to have worked out in the long run but it does look different than our other exhibits and that's why uh, i want to talk about one of your other past projects this one's a little more recent we have a beautiful garden out by the parking lot at the science center and you recently redid all of the panels that are describing like what this plant is and how it fits into the the california ecosystem oh my goodness i love that project i love it because for so many reasons one of the reasons is because when that project was originally done many 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 years ago that was my first project to ever write exhibit text on so i started with that project and then to get to come back and revisit it so many years later was really just a gift. And I was so thankful. And one of the things I'm super excited about this garden project, we finished it in, in January of 2020, so this year. And then now the pandemic has come and the Science Center is closed. So the only exhibit that people can see at the Science Center is that garden exhibit, which we just finished. So I'm so <laughs> excited. And, you know, I had to go to the Science Center the other day to pick up something from my desk, you know, and it's so deserted kind of, you know. Um, but there were a few people, you know, just out for a walk in the garden and I could see them enjoying the panels. and It made me so happy. I was like, oh, the Science Center can still, you know, reach people even though we're closed. And yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to mention that that's probably the only thing that you can see if you're, you know, taking a walk around Expo Park right now. 
Do you have a favorite label? You know, maybe it's one that you've written or it's one that you've seen in another museum written by someone else. Well, my favorite labels are one the ones that I've written uh, feature, you know, poetry or something playful or a rhyme. One of my favorite labels at the Science Center that I've written, I have to say, is the introduction to the Ecosystems Discovery Room because it's a little poem. It's about how your home is your habitat and I actually wrote that when I was not working at the Science Center. I wrote that when I was a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> and they, they were like, we need a poem here and you don't work here anymore. But can you please write us a poem? And I was like, yay. And I was immersed at that time in children's books and like all this kind of stuff. So it felt like it was very natural. And um, I had written some poems before I was a mom. They were much better after I was involved, frankly, I think. <laughs> so that was my favorite uh, label that I've written, probably if I had to pick one. And then my favorite label that I have seen, I, you know, weirdly, believe it or not, there are label writing competitions. I've never entered one because I am not competitive. I don't like that. But I like <laughs> to read them to see what other people out there are doing. And one just totally made me laugh. It was at the Exploratorium in San Francisco, which is sitting on a pier, and they had these outside uh, labels, and one of them just said, it all, and had an arrow, and the other one said, away from it all, and had an arrow that pointed the other way, and I just thought that was so great, because what kind of content is that? That's not really necessary, but it made me laugh, right? And Like, could you tell what the arrows were pointing no, to? No, it all They were just totally standalone? Well, because it was in a picture, you know? I mean, I'm sure if I had been there, you know, you could see that probably one arrow pointed toward the actual exploratorium and the other one probably pointed to the ocean or something. I don't know. <laughs> but because um, it was literally on the pier. But I feel like it was something like that, you know, just kind of directional signage, but very playful and fun. Very whimsical. Right. right. Yes. Is that an element you, you like uh, to see in a label for them to be whimsical and, and playful? So much. That's like my favorite thing. When you talk to people and they ask you, what do you do for a living? Uh, is there anything that, that you do that, that people don't think like an exhibit developer or someone who works at a museum would do? Because we wear many hats around the Science Center. Uh, like, what are some things that people don't expect that, that you're doing uh, while you're working? Well, that's a that's a good question. I mean, you know, the, most of the stuff that people don't expect... When they hear I'm an exhibit developer, they, they think my job is awesome all day long, nonstop. That's all I do, fun stuff, fun, fun, fun. I mean, people, you know, are surprised to find out that there's, like, m meetings and, you know, office politics, things that you would find at a regular job. But I yeah. tell you the thing that I am the most surprised about that I get to do as an exhibit developer. I mean, shoot, you got to do this too, Perry. We got to go and ride on Sophia which was, you know, That's this right. really cool plane that has like an observatory in the side and the side opens up and they get to observe space. And we had to get like passports because it flew to Canada. I mean, you know. <laughs> that Sophia plane ride was really cool because it's a big 747 that has a hole cut out the side of it. So that a door can open up and, and a telescope can look out at the stars and, and see what they look like in, in infrared light. But, you know, when we were on that flight, it was also in the middle of the night, which is great, which makes sense because it's dark. You know, you have to go at night. Um, but we got to see the northern lights. That's right. That's right. On that flight, yeah. which I'd never seen. 
I probably took 300 pictures trying to get the Northern Lights to come out in my camera. <laughs> yeah, I had one maybe that was sort of passable. It's like crazy thing. I mean, I got to be at LAX when Endeavor landed and my job was to, you know, help an astronaut that day to make sure he knew where he was going and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was standing next to him when Endeavor flew by and I was so excited. I jumped up and down and landed on his foot and was very <laughs> embarrassed. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, hey, I'm super excited too. I mean, you know, there are crazy things that we have done, Perry, as exhibit developers, <laughs> you know, and it's pretty cool. Well, I think that that was a good, you know, gamut of a lot of things you worked on. So uh, thanks, Jen, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, so much fun, Perry. I love talking to you. That's our show. And thanks for listening. Until next time. Keep wondering. Ever Wonder from the California Science Center is produced by me, Perry Roth Johnson, along with Jennifer Castillo. Liz Roth Johnson is our editor. Theme music provided by Michael Nicholas and Pond5. We'll drop new episodes every other Wednesday. If you're a fan of the show, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating or review or tell a friend about us. Now, our doors may be closed. But our mission to inspire science learning in everyone continues. We're working hard to provide free educational resources online while maintaining essential operations like on-site animal care and preparing for our reopening to the public. Join our mission by making a gift at californiasciencecenter.org support.